What's up, y'all? Back at it again with another episode of the Actors Only Podcast. Today in the studio, man, I got Patrick Brown. Yes, sir. Are you excited, man? I'm very excited. Thanks for man, having me. Man, I'm super excited to have you, man, because this is totally different from what we already been talking about, yeah, right? For sure. I mean, you have a plethora of resources at your disposal from your training as a technical train. I mean, like, come on, man. Like, <laughs> Rambo type of stuff, right? Yeah, a little bit dark. Yeah, some dark stuff, Jason Bourne type stuff. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm. So, look, I'm an actor myself, and I like the fact that, you know, I don't just get to do lines. I actually do some physical stuff as yeah. well. So, I took some, like, tactical training, clearing rooms, uh, you know, firing, holding pistols yeah. on camera, because it's yeah. a bit different now. When you, like, you it know, is. some on some movies, you see people holding it different ways yeah. but it's like it is an art to how you actually exactly. yeah, yeah. <laughs> hold a fire on so For I sure. want to jump right deep into it man yeah. but I want the audience to know who you are and what you're about you're an actor slash being an instructor and somebody that really can take somebody through the process of what it means to like really understand how to do tactical training on camera for sure yeah I have a special operations background in the military. Um, I did a lot of that stuff while in the military and as a contractor uh, for special operations soldiers after the military as a contractor. And then I jumped into the film industry. Um, I moved into the film industry teaching all this clandestine type techniques and the military tactics on film for camera, specifically for actors, background actors, and stuntmen and women. So basically, Mm -hmm. we can't mess with you. You on some old ops, (laughs) CIA, FBI, SWATs type of thing. No, I'm a family man. (laughs) Understood. (laughs) I saw that, man. So that's good stuff that, you know, your training now serves you in a different capacity, even in another career. Like, how did that change happen for you? Like, from military to acting, that's a huge job. Dumb, it was tough. Um, I got out of the military medically. I had no idea what I was going to do. Mm. I was roofing. I was working at a boxing gym. Wait a minute. You was roofing? I was roofing, yeah. <laughs> and having all these skill set, I, I didn't know what to do with my life. Yeah. I didn't know where to reach out to, who to go to. So I, I just looked on Facebook one day for jobs, and I saw that a, mil- a movie was looking for an extra, as military extras, and I still had the, the fresh, clean-cut shave and the haircut, and I said, I could do that. I still mm-hmm. had the uniform and everything. And I saw they had a military advisor on the movie that was, they were struggling with this scene. Wow. I took him aside and said, hey, is there any way I can help out? I don't want to step on your toes. The next day he said, I could really use your help. I've been out for a while. And just months down the road, that's when I, I got the call and nice. put into that role. So yep. from background to like, hey, can we talk to you? <laughs> exactly, yeah. That was a bold move. I think, you know, when you got it in you, it's going to come out. You yep. know, that opportunity just illuminated itself sure. out of nowhere. So. Once that happened, was it anything that you said, all right, now now I see the opportunity? Because it sounds like you didn't know there was a door, right? Mm-hmm. And you found the door. So as you walked into it, was there any type of like complications in transferring over, there was. learning some of the things? It's a bit different, right? Mm-hmm. How? For sure. Not only the differences of on camera versus what you do in real life, yeah. but is finding yourself as an individual. Um, once you once you're in the military, you know yourself as an individual. You know what you have to do, what your mission is, and when you get out transferring to camera, it's a lot different mm. because then you're servicing the project, the, the production, story is yes, right. <laughs> and that's your mission. Then, so yeah. now you have to tailor your mission to the production's mission. What do they want versus what do you want? And it's how does the production survive mm. and make money versus how do you survive? Understood. Wow. Mm-hmm. Wow. All right. So so. Going into it, you said, all right, this is what I want to do, right? Yeah. What was what would you say the most rewarding thing for you once you started getting settled into ah, I'm here. This mm-hmm. is what I'm gonna do. See, the most rewarding thing for me was 
was seeing the benefits of other people learning what I knew. Mm. What I could bring as a value to the production and the value that I brought to these actors to see those aha moments of, holy crap, this guy really knows what he's doing. Yeah. To Those are just things I've learned every day over the past 10, 15 years. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I ain't going to say nobody, but look, man, I got a story, right? I think you would uh, <laughs> appreciate the story. Yeah. So I was on a production, uh, indie production, and... I was working and a part of uh, what we were doing was a scene with the firearm. And the PA ran to me with the firearm trying mm-hmm. to give it to me. I was like, whoa, 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 time out. Yeah. Don't give me no firearm. Did anybody do a safety check? We didn't huddle up on this. I was like, take it back to the AD and they need to properly announce this and do a safety exactly, check. Exactly, yeah. Because firearms and weapons in general on set can be very, very dangerous. Very dangerous. Whether they're props or not. Mm-hmm. And then to not be aware what, whether it's live, what's going on? What's inside of this? Mm-hmm. Is it plastic? Is it, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so, so how adamant are you about still seeing when you come over to the film industry that that safety is still going on? Safety is obviously the first and foremost upfront of what I do. If you're going to hand someone a weapon, you have to know what they're handling, what's inside of it, what they're doing, where they're supposed to be pointing, who's behind the camera and not. Because where you're pointing that weapon is so vitally important because, example, the Rust movie set in New Mexico, there was a loss of life, which could have been very well prevented. So when you're handing someone that weapon, they have to know, is it a hot weapon? Is it a cold weapon? What's in that weapon? What type of round it is? Because there's so many different types of rounds that's used on set. And then where to point that weapon? Because first and foremost, nobody should be behind. Yeah. that camera or in front of that weapon that you're pointing. That's right. And, and mm-hmm. those terminologies, a lot of my viewers are like, and listeners are like, what? What? Hot? Cold? <laughs> like, what are you talking yeah. about? The way it feels? The temperature? No, no, no. But it, it's so powerful that you're not only acting, but you're also mm-hmm. instructing and helping people understand yep. this this verbiage. You know what I mean? Yeah. How does that work for you? Are you doing that on a class basis, workshop basis? How do you empower actors to really get acclimated to what they need to know when they're going on set dealing with tactical training or firearms. So when I'm on set mostly is um, I'm working with the ADs and Mm -hmm. I'm letting them know my background, my skill set. And then we go on to set up a mini boot camp with the actors, the background actors, the, you know, the stunt men and women and the principal actors to where they know these are the weapons that are on set. This is the ammunition that's being used. And this is the scenario that these weapons will be based upon and used in. And then that's my job to go in and further demonstrate. This is where you point. This is where you don't point. This is how you hold it and not hold it. And then on the side, if people want to go a little bit more elaborate in depth on training, I'll meet with them one-on-one. Actors, I'll meet them one-on-one and show them a little bit more, hey, this is what you do, don't do. And I'll get into a little bit more in-depth training to where they can understand those principles. Yeah. How important do you think it is for an actor to expand beyond just like, okay, character building, story, understanding next, script analysis. But once you got that, how important is it for a character or actor rather to expand their portfolio? When I say that, I mean like taking tactical training, Right, taking some of these firearm um, workshops, mm-hmm. so then that way they can have that in their arsenal on their resume that I can do this as well. It's very important. If, if an actor goes on set and they're handed a weapon, they're going to know right away. The AD, the stunt coordinator, they're going to know right away that person has no idea what they're doing, mm-hmm. and they can immediately be replaced. So having that background of I have an understanding of what I'm doing, I know how to hold this weapon, I know what I'm doing, I've been trained, is, is so important because then they're trusted on set. There's no security risk. There's no threat risk of, hey, this person might accidentally discharge a, a, a full wad, whether <laughs> right. it's a, a blank or whatnot. <laughs> right. And then they can be trusted and say, okay, let's get 
get this person fully involved in these movements and full full on tactical scenarios yeah. on camera. Yeah, and you've been so fortunate, man, to like really yeah. move forward with you. I mean, come on, man, the end game, you've been a part of Marvel films, mm -hmm. you've been a part of some big stuff, yeah. man. How was Rampage working on Rampage? Rampage with the was rock? amazing. Yeah. <laughs> so working on the Rampage was amazing. I, I didn't know exactly what to anticipate. I just came off a of pitch perfect three, which mm -hmm. If, if a lot of the people listening don't know, it's it's an acapella singing group and of women. And I was trying to understand. Yeah. Let's, let's pivot. <laughs> I was trying to understand what was the need for that yeah. on, on Pitch Perfect. Pitch Perfect 3. I originally was told I was auditioning for Black Panther. And mm. I, I didn't know my need for Black Panther. And then mm. they said, no, it's Pitch Perfect 3. So Pitch Perfect 3, when when... There's a military movie, the DOD, the Department of Defense, has to get involved with the script. The entertainment really? offices, they, they give approval. They get approval or they don't get approval. And a lot of people say, hey, that stuff's messed up, this stuff's messed up, they're, you know, whatever the uniform is messed up, it's because DOD did not give approval. And with Pitch Perfect 3, they got approval because they're honoring the military. They go to different military bases across Europe, ah, and they're I'm performing sorry. for these military veterans, Army, Air Force, Navy, Marines, and Air, uh, Coast Guard. So I had to come in, make sure all the uniforms are correct. The actors that were portraying military knew how to salute, walk, talk like soldiers, and so on. Come on, man. Yeah. That got to be fun. And transitioning to Rampage was a whole new level because it was Ooh, all tactics. Action. It was all action. Let's go. It was all weapons, and I got to use my skill set. Mm -hmm. And to find out The Rock was in the Rampage, which I had no idea. Once I watched the concepts of the tactical scenarios, my, my goosebumps came up, and I was ready to go. You was ready. I was ready, yeah. <laughs> you was fully submerged back in it. <laughs> I was, yeah. And that's, that's where I got awesome. to meet some amazing people, use my skill set to teach them how to maneuver through the woods, chasing 20-foot yeah. wolves and... Ooh. Who knows what was out there at the time? I had no idea. <laughs> so what out of all the projects you've been on, what's your favorite, man? Avengers Endgame, for Avengers sure. Avengers Endgame. Mm -hmm. Come on, man. Getting to work with Captain America, Iron Man, in a, in a flashback scene, it, it was surreal. It was surreal mm. to be able to show this production at this capacity and this, this caliber that, hey, I'm here. This is my product. I can deliver it to your standard, especially yeah. at Marvel Worldwide. They trusted in me what I could do. I delivered it worked. It worked. It worked, worked. Come on, man. Yep. So have you have had any encounters where you, you face something where you're like, ah, this is a little difficult, this is outside of my scope, and how yeah. do you adjust when you find those way? So the things that are most difficult is when you suggest an idea to a director uh -huh. and it's not their vision. Mm. You, you suggest something that would be realistic, real time, real life, and they say, no, nah, that's not what we want. We want them to do this. And you try to come back as... Well, you know, this is how it would be done in real world, but they say, that's not what we want. So you have to creatively think on the spot, what am I going to do to correct mm -hmm. that to make their their vision come true? That's good. So you're constantly thinking and on the spot corrections to what you can do to change your mind of what they see and deliver to the product they want in the end. Mm, that's a good medium. It sounds like you serve the director's vision mm -hmm. while simultaneously equipping the actors exactly. to participate in that. Yeah. Man, that's cold. That's a bridge in itself. Yeah. And you the bridge. Exactly. You the yeah. bridge. You know? Trying to be. So what's the next step for you? What do you what do you see? Like, I wanna do this. My end goal is to do that. So my end goal is to start up a tactical training center 
whether it's in Covington or in Fayetteville, where all actors, stuntmen and women, background actors, and productions can send their actors to me, go through a boot camp, whether it's a day, two days, three days, at this facility that I want to build, and they can go through this little training scenario, come out where they are equipped to go on set, they have a mindset of what they need to do with the weapons, the understanding of on-camera tactics, and the skill set to where they can move forward, teach others, train others, and have a safe environment. Come on, man. I'm looking forward to it. Come on, yeah. Patrick. See that vision through. That's, that's it. Because you got a plethora of actors and actresses that are amped up mm-hmm. and ready to be trained. Exactly. But be properly trained. Now, there's a few uh, variations of people that's doing it now, I feel like, you know, but the space in Atlanta, Georgia, period, because mm-hmm. the tax incentives are here, the industry is going to continue to grow. Yeah. So there's room for you, man. Yeah, I hope so. Like, come on. So currently, what do you do now in terms of projects? I know some projects you can't talk about. We ain't going to talk about <laughs> some of them projects. Uh, I recently did Black Adam, did some tactical work. Work on that. Um, prior to that, Son of Shaft, all the all the um, Stranger Things. Yeah, um, Stranger Things. Don't don't go past that, man. How you gonna do Stranger Things like that? That's yeah. one of my favorites, man. It's a good one, man. Just uh, it's all the flashback military, yeah. just mainly uniforms, yeah. standing, portraying soldiers. But anything I can do to bring value to a production that's gonna increase their value in, yeah. in, in viewers, then, hey, I'm here to work. That's solid, man. That's solid. Man, your, your past paying off for you yeah. <laughs> in a major way. I hope way. so, man. Yeah. So as an actor, too, though, like, what's the journey like for you as an actor? So I'm transitioning to an actor. Not necessarily transitioning, but I've been in scenarios where I was the advisor and yeah. the director said, why don't we have this guy in front of camera? Why don't we get him in a uniform? Why don't mm. you already know how to do it? Why is this guy out there? Why aren't you in there? Go see costumes. And I'll come out in a uniform, <laughs> and next thing I know, I get a line or two thrown at me, and they're saying, like, hey, you need to get some training under your belt. Yeah. So me being in this role behind camera, not knowing, but seeing these major actors like Tom Hanks and The Rock and and these other people do these 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 roles, it's something I knew nothing about. So yeah. being able to be trained in the acting side in front of camera is completely different and it's opening up my mindset it's opening up how I understand people how I understand conversations and my emotions and it is broadening my world that's good that you touched on that because uh, the surrealness of what we think sometimes of acting is the stars the lights Mm -hmm. you know the walk of fame you know what I mean the accolades but what you said is very very tangible to what acting really represents it represents humanity Mm -hmm. and so for you to say it's broadening broadening my horizon about life about perspective Mm -hmm. that's what the real joy or or the reward I think is you know you're developing as a human you know what I mean because you're you're understanding different cultures different Mm people um, different perspectives is how to approach things, exactly. you know? And so I'm rooting for you in your transformation, good Appreciate brother. Appreciate you. Thank I want to see you do your best in this acting community, man. And thank you for contributing to the acting community like you're doing. Thank you. So what what would be that ideal role for you? Is it a certain character <laughs> you've seen? You're like, man, if I could yeah. play that. Ooh. Jason Bourne. That's a tough one. That's <laughs> that's go. a come on. <laughs> yeah, that's a serious franchise that is untouched by any other actor mm-hmm. and to have the skill set that I do, to already know these tangible skill sets that I have, picking yeah. out of handcuffs, hot wearing cars, defeating you know canvases. How to hot a car? You t- you get me in one. Hey, I'll hot so wire. after the no, nah, we, we gonna talk out <laughs> <on> camera. <laughs> but to to be able to use these skill set that I already know, to have this acting background that I'm developing and learning and growing upon, that is something I want to see myself in. Yeah, mm-hmm. I can see that for you, man. Jason Bourne Five, come on, Ooh. let's go. <laughs> 
Bring it back. Let's, let's go. go. Let's go. So, man, you got to get in that Marvel franchise, too. Though, I'd love man. to. You know what I'm That'd be amazing, yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. That'd be dope. So, all right, firearms. I just want to talk about firearms. That's just let's what I want to talk about. So what, what guns do you feel like an actor should kind of comfortably know? Because I know you got, like, all type mm-hmm. of stuff, right? But what do you think are the basics that, hey, every actor probably should understand how to use these firearms? I would say... Pistols and rifles are definitely the two most common weapons used on a set, Mm -hmm. but not necessarily the weapon, but how to hold them and proper security and safety on where to point them. Because I'll be on a set and it'll be a military movie where there's 150 background extras that have no military background (laughs) or or any weapon experience at all, whether they're military or not. And they're sitting there pointing the weapons at each other like they're BB guns. And (laughs) I'm just like, you know, you can't do that. You you have to treat every weapon like it's real. Every weapon like it has a bullet. And you just don't point them at each other. So my goal is to security, safety, and have the right standard procedures on how to hold these to not or to prevent specific incidences from happening on set again. Yeah, yeah that's dope. That's dope. Yep. Man, I can't let you get out of this studio. I know you just literally got off set like three hours ago. Yeah. Jeez, <laughs> dude. So I'm going to let you get out of here. You're a working actor, right? It's all good, yeah. There it is. So look, before you get out of here, man, drop something on the audience about you from your perspective. What do you think actors that want to engage in tactical training, what do you think their first step should be in their focus? Definitely. If you're wanting to get into any tactical advising, tactical weapon handling, the first and foremost thing is reach out to me. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Patrick Brown is my name. Um, and the one thing you want to do is make sure you're, you're handling a weapon properly on set. You do not want to point weapons at anybody, at anybody, in any direction that the camera is. And to make sure you're on, you're just in a safe environment, you want it to have fun. Um, reach out to me if you got any questions. There it is, man. You know what to do. Patrick Brown, I appreciate you coming to the studio, man. Another great interview, man. Stay with it. Stay tuned for another episode of Actors Only, the podcast. Come on with it.